Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Own Your Intuition, Conversations with Kelly Rich. I'm Kelly. I'm your host. I'm so grateful that you are here today. I have a story to share with you. It's one of my favorite stories, one of my favorite experiences that has honestly ever happened to me in this lifetime. This experience has helped shape my experience to asking for help, especially from the spirit world. This experience has inspired many others to notice support all around them. And I can honestly say this experience changed my life and I will carry it with me until my last breath. Rewind to the end of 2018, I was flying alone to Hawaii and I had a lot of fear about that. And I booked myself a ticket to California halfway, halfway stop to stay with some friends. And I'd fly out to Hawaii a couple days later and meet my, my partner. And we were going on vacation and he, he was working out there. So, um, we just decided to make it an extended vacation So he drove me down to Boston from Maine to catch my flight. And I was so nervous for so many reasons. I was in a time of my life where I was deeply devastated personally. I had a lot, a lot going on and a lot to process. And I had lost um, this like comfortable side job that I had. And I was really expanding my business in a new way and I was going in uncharted territory and personally my my life was flipped upside down. I was in a really challenge a really challenging place and it's another I know it's another time, another conversation. I just had a lot moving through me and I asked spirit and I asked my guides to send me signs along my travels to keep me safe and to remind me that they were there and to send me earth angels. And then I let it go. I just trusted that I was held and I got to Boston. I got to the airport. I got out and I had my ticket. I was so excited. I've flown many times before. However, flying alone, you know, it's just different. I like, I like being with someone. I like traveling with someone and I just couldn't wait to see my friends. So it was a fear mixed with excitement and just all the feels, all the feels. I called that experience and I ended up calling that trip, uh, the letting go. Like I think I called it the letting go tour, the letting go vacation, all about letting go, letting go of control, letting go of how things should be, letting go of expectations, letting go, letting go, letting go right? It sounds so easy and fun. It's like, yeah, let's let go. Just let go. That was one of my like most triggering statements that I would hear from people, especially in the yoga world. When I began my journey, like my late teens, early twenties of just let go, inhale, exhale, just let go. And in my head, I'd be like, how do you do that? Like, I'm here to learn how to let go. If I knew how to let go, I would just let go. Okay. I would just do it. I don't know how, that's why I'm here, right? So all of those things around letting go, letting go, letting go. It just, it became this like buzzword that was always around me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to practice letting go. This is going to be fun. This is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. So get to the airport 
and Johnny leaves my partner and there I am. I'm alone. Okay. So much freedom, so much adventure awaits me. However, there was still fear, right? That fear of just flying alone, flying for so many reasons, energetically airports are historically speaking, extremely challenging for me, um, just to filter out information and energy and to stay grounded. And, you know, when you're in a metal tube going 400 miles an hour, it can be hard for the energetic body to kind of catch up with the physical body, right? Like those jet lag feelings. Um, it's just a lot, right? You're in a confined space with a lot of people, a lot of energies. And, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's just what was going on. So I'm there, I get there, I'm in line and I feel myself getting ungrounded. Like my awareness was just leaving my body. Like we're going to check out cause this is what's comfortable. And I immediately noticed that. So I was like, no, stay in the body. You're okay. I'm safe. I'm grounded. I called upon my guides to send me someone. And I noticed this woman standing in front of me in line and we were at the baggage, like checking the baggage. And I sparked up conversation and she truly helped to ground me so deeply. She looked me in the eyes. She calmed my nerves. I was like, am I going to miss my flight? Like, where are you going? We kind of just sparked conversation and I felt myself slowly yet deeply inhabiting my body again. And at the time I didn't realize how much of a magical experience that was more on that to come, how much of an earth angel she was more on that to come. After we were done speaking, I felt so grateful. I felt, honestly, I felt a big shift. I felt different. And I silently said to my guides, thank you so much. And my eyes filled up. Like, thank you for sending me this kind, kind person. And even when I think back on it now, um, I just remember, you know, what was going on in my head. And we don't always know how much your kindness, our kindness, reaches out to someone until we hear a story or they share it with us. And that woman really, really, really helped me deeply. It sounds like even as I'm sharing the story, it's like it doesn't even really hit to the core of how profoundly grateful I was and thankful I was just to have this kind person helping to ground me in a really, really, really challenging time. Not just because I was flying, but just personally, my life was a wreck and I was devastated. So I go through the, that's not even the best part. This is like a crumb of what I'm about to tell you. So I go through security and I'm feeling good. I'm like communicating with my people, you know, talking to myself in my head to my guides and, and spirit and just thanking for that, thanking them for that experience, for sending me her. Cause I knew they did. I went and got a vodka, had my drink before the flight and, um, had my headphones on listening to my favorite music and I'm, I'm boarding the plane and all of a sudden I feel this tap on my shoulder and there she is, the same woman. And she's standing there and she's like, and I take off my headphones and I'm just kind of dumbfounded. Like we're in this massive airport and somehow you are near my gate. And she just looked at me and she was like, see, I told you you would make your flight. You're right on time. You're first aboard. And I just kind of looked at her like, 
yeah, you're totally right. And she goes, something told me to come. I saw you and something told me to come just see you and hug you. Can I hug you? And I was like, yeah, I would actually love a hug. And we're just standing there with thousands of people, you know, around. I know no one. And she gave me the best hug and just wished me well and all my travels and that everything was going to be okay. And um, I wasn't really expecting to cry as much, but she, it was in that moment, I think my jaw probably fell to the floor. I don't really remember what else she said. I feel like I like half blacked out because I was just dumbfounded. Like, ask and you shall receive. Ask for help and the help will come. You know, it's like, there it is. Ask for a sign. The sign is there. Are you available for it or not? Are you going to open your eyes? Going to open your arms or not? Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm just, I told her I'm so grateful. Like, thank you. And, um, I didn't get her name. I wish that I had. And I started walking down, you know, the ramp to get on the plane and started crying, like you know, shed a couple tears and was, is very feeling very held and very like my prayers and my questions that had been answered. So I have the experience. I have a great trip. I come home, you know, personal life still in devastation and on this quest for guidance and support. And I had enrolled, I was enrolled at the time in my 500-hour yoga teacher training, a yoga and Ayurveda teacher training at Kripalu. And it was cut up in different 10-day modules. And I had a 10-day module coming up, and I think it was like a month and a half later, December of 2018. And I was in a, a, a dark, a dark place. And I go, and it was a pranayama module. For those of you who don't know what pranayama is, pranayama is how I describe it in a simple way is breath work and advanced asana. So advanced postures, 10 days intensive. I was in a dorm with 20 people. There's so much energy. I was feeling all the things. And I think it was one of the first days of the training. One of the teachers said, you know, we want to do a disclaimer on this pranayama. It's not for everyone. These techniques can be really intense and can bring up things. And if you are experiencing something heavy right now, the breath work will only enhance that. And I remember sitting there and like rolling my eyes. Like I am at my edge already. Like I feel like I'm at a breaking point and I don't know how much of this I honestly want to do because I know that I'm not trying to, to go to this place that I'm unavailable to go. Right. So long story short, very challenging experience to be there. And a few days go by and I was honestly ready to pack my bags. I was on a lunch break. It might've been my like fourth or fifth day out of the 10 days there. And I called my boyfriend and I called my grandmother, I think, and my therapist, you know, let them all know, like, I'm going home. This is not for me. I just, I can't even 
get my shit together. Like I am in such a raw, vulnerable place that I feel like I can't be present here. There was, I just had all these, all these excuses and all these, all these things coming up. Very real, very valid. I go to my dorm, like I mentioned to you a moment ago, there was about 20 people there, 20 people in the, in the room. And I hear this voice and I knew the voice. I knew the voice. I didn't know from where. And I, this woman was packing her bags, you know, she was leaving. It was her last day. And I go, hi, um, where are you from? You feel so familiar. And she reminded me of someone and I asked her, you know, do you know this person? And she's like, no, I'm from California. Um, this is my first time here. I've never been to Kripal. And I was like, oh, you, this looks so familiar. It feels so familiar. And we're kind of chatting and being kind. And then all of a sudden, I see this vision of her in the airport. And she was the woman that had been in the airport when I was flying to California and to Hawaii for that trip. The one that was standing in front of me to check my bag. And the woman that gave me a hug as I boarded my plane. And a month and a half later, for some reason, she decided to go to Kripalu for the first time in her life. And not only does Kripalu sleep 600 or so people, but she decided (laughs) she would go And she would stay in a dorm. And in that dorm, I would be there. And she would sleep across from me. And I can't make this up. It was the most, one of the most impactful experiences of my life. Truly. There she was again. I'm having a difficult time. And there she is. Like, We're just going to pluck her down in your life when you need her the most, okay? We're going to do this again. We did it twice already, the same place in that airport, but we're going to fly her back a few thousand miles when you're at a really low point just to remind you that we have you, that we've got you, and that you are so deeply supported. So I start crying. I'm in the dorm and, you know, again, there's 20, I think it slept 22 people. So there's other people in the room. And they're like, they're freaking out. Like they're gasping and they're like, what is going on right now? Like, how do you, what? And I felt like we were in a tunnel together. Her name is Ellie Ann. And Ellie Ann and I were just like in this place of absolute wonder, absolute magic, absolute like what an actual, you know what? Like what the fuck, right? Like what, what is going on right now? And I'm crying and she's crying and she remembered me and she was like, you know, talking about the experience and how she just felt called to come over and how she didn't know why she was really at Kripalu. She just signed up for this weekend long thing. And she had been sleeping across from me for a couple nights, like the whole weekend. And I, 
I just remember like, I remember feeling like you are my angel. You are a walking, living, breathing angel. Because in that moment, I knew I could continue on with the program. I knew I could finish. I just knew it in my bones. Like this experience just opened me up to what life is really about. Life is about ups and downs. And when we are in those low places, we have support. We just need to ask for it. We just need to open our eyes and look around. Everyone is rooting for us deep down, below their conscious awareness. Even the people that aren't, they are because they want support too. And when we all seek support, whether it's conscious and it's active and it's in our voice, right? It's there. Or deep down, when we're hating on others or we're talking smack or we're not supporting, that is a sign that we need to support ourselves, that we need to show up for us. We can only support others to the degree that we support ourselves. We're all so deeply connected. I really feel like Eliane was an earth angel for me, that my guides were working through her, as they often do through people, to get us to wake up to get us to get out of the way, to get us to look at the bigger picture, especially when we're down, we're feeling low, we're feeling the weight of the world, the weight of our issues and our problems. Yeah? Have you been there before? Have you been to that place where you're like, am I going to get out of this tunnel? Am I going to get out of this hole? This feels like a hole. The answer is yes. This too shall pass, right? One of my teachers says, that's the good news and the bad news. It's the good news for those of us that are feeling not in a very good space right now. And it's the bad news for those of us that are feeling pretty good, right? This too shall pass. If we're feeling good, it's like impermanence. This is going to pass. There's going to be a new emotion, a new experience, a new thing. But no matter what we experience, we are always divinely guided. There are helpers. Look for the helpers. Eliane was a helper. I ended up finishing the program. Yep. Finished all 10 days. Did what I, you know, could. I passed. I got my hours. And we ended up swapping numbers. We met after lunch that day. We chatted and we found more miraculous things. She actually lived in California. We met in the Boston airport. She was a scientist and had a job opportunity in Boston. So they flew her from California to Boston. She was heading back home, back to California, when I met her outside that day in the baggage place where we were checking our baggage. And I was flying to California for my trip. And that month and a half later, she flew back to go to Kripalu for this program. And in the program, it was all about noticing synchronicities. And she told me she couldn't wait to go to that last bit that day to share the experience with the facilitator and the teacher and like, and that she was in, she was in it, that I helped to open her eyes and open her heart as well. And boy, It really, you know, that experience felt 
and to this day still hits me deep in my core and my heart to be able to share with someone the impact that they've had on your life is to me a phenomenal gift it feels like a reward like i get to share this with you i get to share how much you've impacted my life and you didn't know it and now i get to tell you wow it's like that person who felt so low and wanted to harm themselves and all they needed was a smile, right? That story of, I received a smile that day, so I didn't go home and do it. I'm not saying that was my experience. That was not my experience, so let's not go there. But just comparing it to people and their experiences and the places that some of us go, we get to these low places or life happens and devastation happens and loss happens and we have to grieve, right? In order to come out on the other side. And sometimes all it takes is that smile, that handshake, that kind word, that kind gesture, that gift, that open door, that letter, right? To go for that person to go, oh, I matter. I'm seen. I'm heard. Oh, I'm supported. I feel supported. I can keep going. And we don't always get that gift. We don't always get the gift of also hearing the impact that we've had on someone's life. If you were the other person, if you were the giver, right? We have to trust that the support that we give and the support that we are a part of, these callings that we have. Sometimes I get people in my office and they're like, what is my life purpose? What is my, like, what can I do for my career? How do I find this alignment? It's like, whoa, 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 right? That would be a valid question if you are also interested in the smaller callings of your day. Do you listen to the calling of buying the oranges instead of the apples? Do you listen to the calling of calling that person on the telephone? Do you listen to the calling of writing that person that letter? Do you listen to the calling of actually forgiving that person? Like there are all these smaller callings in our days that we have all day long. And if we are unavailable to listen to those, then the grasp of the bigger callings, like what is my life purpose, is going to be much more difficult to understand, to take charge of, to take power of, to take hold of, than if we were so in tune with breath by breath, moment by moment, the callings that come in those. Start small. Start there. Start there. Tune into your heart. Notice how your heart feels right now. Go there now. If not now, when? When? When you're ready? Yeah, when you're ready. However, just notice. Just notice how you feel. Allow that space to guide your way. Tune in. Tune in, tune in. Go down and in. May you always feel the loving support all around you. Ask for signs. Ask for help. Get out of the damn way. And if someone tries to help you, let them. We rob people of these gifts all the time by saying, no, I've got it. No, let them help you. Let them. Let them hold the door open. Right? Start small. Start small. Thank you so much for listening. My heart feels open and expansive and good. I felt good to really share in a raw way, share a 
meaningful and personal experience that has impacted my life that I think about often, often. I carry Eliane in my heart. I carry you all in my heart. And I pray and I hope that you align yourself to the synchronicities all around. And may you allow yourself to be an earth angel for others. And may you get out of the way and let others be earth angels for you. I'm sending my loving blessings to you and your loved ones now and always. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. You can tag me on Instagram at Kelly Rich Intuitive in your stories or on your feed. If you listen to the show or anything that's come up for you listening to the show, share it with a loved one in person. Word of mouth is so magical. And if you'd like to rate, review, subscribe to the show, it's there for you as well. I'll see you next week. The next episode of Own Your Intuition, Conversations with Kelly Rich. Bye.